0: machine gun ho 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 yippee
1: ki melon farmers it's the christmas edition of the backlog breakdown i feel like i need some jingle bells or something to you know shake in the mic Cause nah man what we need is some
0: bruce willis and diehard action
1: yeah best well, christmas wait, why... movie ever why are you even mentioning it it's not a christmas movie there's, uh, not, there's nothing about it that has anything to do with christmas they, if if it was had nothing to do with
0: christmas there would have been no reason for all those people to be in that building at that hour yeah so i see you've thought this through no i've just read other people's arguments <laughs> anyways nice. i'm nate and uh here with me as always is my co-host josh what's up buddy okay.
1: Hey, dude, doing good, doing good. Uh, Definitely hit the whole, uh, you know, holiday rush thing, and I've I've probably talked about it before. I'm pretty sure. Oh, hey,
0: hey, jingle bells! Look what I
1: got! Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry Christmas! Yeah, Christmas, Christmas is just (laughs) it's a Christmas miracle. Um, It's just it's just a busy time, and so like even looking at uh, you know, the past couple of weeks it's like we just have something planned like almost every single day in the lead up to Christmas, which is uh which is fun. It's it's not bad. It's good. It just uh you know, going ninety miles an hour. Here we go. But I'm doing good. How are you doing?
0: Uh it's it's Christmas time. Well, we're recording this a little early, but this is basically the week before Christmas and uh it's terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying in the post office. (laughs) Oh no. Um, No, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's like, it's that thing. It's like, it's the one month out of the year where things are just like, kind of like really kind of garbage. And then the rest of the year you're able to forget about it. Just, just in time (laughs) to like be like, Oh no, what is it? Um, but it's just busy. Uh, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's good. It means people are getting their presents, you know. Um, I had someone make a comment to me about, like, you know, being Santa Claus because I have a beard, and uh, yep. I have a little bit mm-hmm. of a belly. You know, it's not as rotund nah. as it's been. Um, but it, well, well, you know, anyways, but this so a Santa Claus comment, and I said, you know, he, he is my one of my favorites. I said, uh, you know, and the cool part is he punched heretics, only I, I don't get to do that part
1: so um but uh just people who mistreat you on your routes
0: no i don't even get to do that i just
1: get to look at them like they're idiots you know it's
0: it's like that's, that's about the extent of like any sort of like punishment goes it's like i just look at you like you're stupid um but so yeah man uh actually and and just You know, instead of complaining about the weather, I actually Mm -hmm. want to say, like, today was, like, almost perfect, like, weather for... Nice! It was, like, 50-ish. Okay. There was... The the wind started to pick up after a little bit, so it did get, like, a little cold, but I mean, like, if... You know, sometimes, like, I basically wore my base layer sweatshirt and my uniform pants, and uh, that was pretty much all I wore all day, and some people were like, oh, you... you know, so cold and I, I don't understand. I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. you're walking around like yeah. your blood's going. You're not feeling this. Like, so th- th- it was a good day for mail uh, delivery. So the weather was good,
1: people. So nice. I, I want
0: to notice like the good things, too. I want to frame things <laughs> positively
1: uh, when I can. So. No longer yelling at the clouds, but inviting them over.
0: Well, I'm still yelling at them, but wonderful. that's because they're oh. hard
1: of hearing. oh oh okay okay well if it's their fault
0: (laughs) but um nice man so this is sort of like our christmas slash end of the year sort of rollout sort of thing
1: Um, Mm -hmm. because we're gonna sing carols we're gonna drink some spiked eggnog we're gonna. Oh, dude, you no, are just
0: striking out so hard. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to me sing. carols. You Christmas don't like carols. Nobody wants to listen to me sing carols. Um, I don't
1: like carols.
0: <laughs> I, uh, dude, uh, you know, talking of uh, speaking of Christmas songs, though. So we've been mm-hmm. singing this hymn, and it's it's technically like a Christmas hymn. Um, okay.
1: Let me. I'm gonna. But Christmas is every day, don't you know, uh, Nate? Yeah. Sorry, I. <laughs> we were we were just talking about okay, just before this podcast, we were just talking about like, uh, th- what like the way that we use our words and being uplifting and stuff like that, <laughs> and like almost everything I've said since we hit record has been complaining. So I'll shut up now. Merry oh, Christmas no, to all.
0: Oh no, Josh, that hasn't been the case. Um, I'm gonna look uh, up the name of this in. All mortal, uh, yeah. Let all mortal flesh keep silent. Yes, up. and um Dustin ken ken's ruse old, the Modern Post was one of the Mars Hill yeah. worship bands that he did. They did a version of the song that's really cool. I don't like oh, how wow. they handled the third and fourth verse. He he basically cut like kind of cuts them in half and smushes them together. And I feel okay. like if he would have just done all four, four verses, I would have liked it a lot more. But We've been singing that at church, and it's really an awesome hymn. Like the tune, really like it's it's a little more somber, whatever. But I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And um, nice, yeah. That's so that's like an early sort of like recommendation. If you have the Trinity, uh, Psalter Hymnal, it's not in there, so you're just gonna have to Google ah. it. But it's totally like a, a cool song. And um, I'll shoot you a link. To uh, well, I mean, like the, just the iTunes modern post yeah. version, but it's 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 just a cool
1: song. I recommend it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I dig a lot of the stuff that they did. Mm. So I I guess I just hadn't listened to this Christmas album, huh? Well, well, there you go. I don't really
0: dig Christmas albums though. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, like I I think uh, at one point in time I may or may not have recommended to you Weezer's Christmas LP. Yeah. Our E P. Uh it's like five songs. It's Weezer and they sing about Jesus. And I, I dig that. I, mm-hmm. I dig it, you know, but that's about
1: as Christmassy as I get. Like I'm sure you could mash those words together if you wanted to, but that's a little too close to blasphemy for me, so I'm not even gonna try right now. That's the first place my brain went, but no. <laughs> Jesus and Weezer. I mean, there there's something there, but eh. Don't do it. i'm not gonna try do it i'm not gonna try
0: um well that's cool man so what's new with you man i mean like i've i've done a lot of john here like i know things are super busy right now but like Mm -hmm. i mean how is so you've been done with school for a little bit like classes for a little Mm -hmm. bit how's that um do you feel like are you noticing like the extra time or is it just like other things have sort of like crept in okay so
1: no yeah there, there definitely is yeah it, it i mean it's still it's still busy but the difference is that when i am off of work like the business is really it, it mainly uh comes it has to do with work and then prepping for other like christmas celebrations that we're going to be a part of so so like family you know family get-togethers and stuff like that um but it's it's different because when I'm off of work, I don't have this lingering feeling of like, oh, there's something that I need to do, <laughs> and as soon as I have time, I need to start working on that. Like I'm actually a lot more relaxed, and it's just like, okay, well, sure, there's some stuff that I can get done, but I don't have to, <laughs> depending on how I feel, um, which has been which has been really nice. So so maybe. <sighs> it's hard to describe because it's all internal it's all in my own head um but it, it definitely has given me more more like freedom to just kind of be like nah, you know what i'm gonna go take down a colossus right now
0: a boy! So.
1: <laughs> so uh yeah no it's it's been good uh, we had a this was the first year, I, well, you know what, I'm not going to preface, I, I preface everything that I say. Um, so <laughs> the, the the two big events so far that my church has done kind of leading up to Christmas is two weeks ago we had a lessons and carols service, and that's where, and I, you know, I did service, presentation, whatever you want to call it, it's not, you know, technically it's not like a worship service, it's mm-hmm. more of a performance piece, but it's basically, you um, it's basically like these Christmas hymns and carols that are played, and it's big choir orchestra, which is awesome. They sounded great, um, and yeah, I was able to kind of rumble the walls a little bit with some of the the upright bass and the cello. Sounded so good, anyways. Um, the so and in, in between each of the songs, they have some scripture, and so it it walks through kind of not even just the Christmas story, but almost sort of like the idea of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, where it's like Advent in general, just like this expectation of Christ coming and then Christ arriving. Um, So that was really cool. That that was the first thing that we did. But then we also did sort of more of like an outreach type thing of, um, it was just, we we, um, hired a, like a swing band to play a bunch of Christmas carols in one of our rooms. We, moved a lot of the the chairs and stuff. So we had a big dance floor and we just had like a Christmas dance to some live music, to some Christmas tunes. So you're a Baptist. Yeah, well. And you were mm -hmm. dancing and and people were dancing. that's what I didn't want to (laughs) preface because I was like, I know some people would have an issue with this. Uh, Now, personally, I am not a fan of dancing. I dislike it. I feel like an idiot when I try to dance. I feel like I look like an idiot and it's embarrassing. Um, but my wife really likes it. So yeah. I swallow my pride. I look like an idiot for a couple of songs because I know she likes it. Um, so that's my take on dancing. Quick, <laughs> I quick, don't like it, but my wife does.
0: I have a quick so. anecdote about dancing. Um, mm-hmm. I I actually, and this is going to sound, anybody who, who knows me might find this hard to believe, but there was a mm-hmm. point where I actually enjoyed like going out clubbing and dancing you know and it mm. was like it was just like you know it's cool to like move around and you yeah. know just sort of jump around and whatever and you know i always felt like fairly like i didn't think i was like some awesome like you know i i never was under the assumption that i would be like a background dancer for anybody but i always felt like <laughs> i moved all right and i had a friend nice. one time look at me and say you move like a shot rabbit you dance like a shot rabbit and i was like i was like and ever since that moment it's just been like nope like your
1: hopes and dreams were shattered
0: no and it was just like and so like i married my wife is uh she's half cuban and she's got rhythm and she likes to move and so like when we go to weddings i it really takes a lot for me to like get out on that floor with her for a little bit like i because i Mm. like it's weird and you know even in hindsight like that dude and i were talking about that one time he was like i was just messing with you and i said like <laughs> it has stuck with me <laughs> and made me super self-conscious and and some of that is like i just gotta like get over it and like yeah. deal but it's like it's like that so th- the reason you i do a deep trick is because uh, i dance like a shot rabbit
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I don't even know what <laughs> I would compare myself to. Well, I dance like the Michelin Man. Okay, there we go. Well, I, what? I, I don't know what I'm <laughs> doing with my body. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Anyways. So, yeah. So, we did like a, a Christmas dance. And it was fun. Yeah. Um, and, and my... Well, I don't have to go into the whole story, but we brought our kids. There were other kids there, which I was very surprised about, that I had a miscommunication. I thought there was going to be some uh, some childcare there, and there was not. So we were like, oh, shoot, what do we do with the kids? And then other kids showed up, and we're like, oh, okay, cool. This is a family thing. Um, but they were just, like, jumping around. They loved the music. They were jumping around, having a great time. So that was a lot of fun very cool. seeing them have a good time, too, so – Um, Anyways, those are our two big things. And then um, with Christmas coming up, already having come, you know, as you listen to this episode, we have just kind of our normal Sunday services for the 23rd. But then we have a couple of services in the afternoon for Christmas Eve and then a candlelight service Mm. at 930 on Christmas Eve. So there's, there's a bunch of stuff there as well. Um, so that's, that's kind of in a nutshell and that's not even counting like all the, those are just like kind of the main things that the church is doing. Other ministries are doing other things which may need tech support. And so it's fun. It's fun trying to juggle everything, but.
0: Um, Well, um,
1: it may be fun for you, but to me, I'm just glad it's (laughs) you and not me. Um. (laughs) Well, dude, you talk about (laughs) your, uh, you know, delivering all these packages And yeah, that's, that's how I feel as well. Like, man, I would be exhausted every single day. Whereas like, I can, I can be mentally exhausted, but I'm sure you're physically exhausted, especially if you're working out before you go and walk 15 miles. Hats off to you, sir. Christmas hat, Santa hats off to you.
0: Oh, only if we get to punch some heretics, then (laughs) then we'll, we'll take, we'll doff the Santa caps. Um, (laughs) Let's do So, this. uh, yeah, man, I, we should probably,
1: we should probably jump into it
0: at this point.
1: Okay. Let's so, do it. I think we're far enough into this. So, uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't have like a clever title. Ty- I sort of like, I don't have anything clever, but this, this basically the thrust of this episode is we're going to do a little bit of reflecting on what we've done mm-hmm. and what we've covered. And then we're also going to be looking at maybe some resolutions we're gonna make. So I've got a little bit of alliteration that should appeal to your Baptistiness. Your baptist <laughs> Um you know, so we've got some reflections, some resolutions, and all the other things in between.
1: Alright. I like it. I look back, I look forward, let's do this. Let's do this. So, I mean we are a video game podcast,
0: and one of the primary things we've talked about Is the games that we're playing and the games that we've beat. Now, both of us um, were since we've started recording the podcast. Things have we've I've been tracking things a little more intensely, but there's a a pile of stuff. I was sort of looking through a list that uh, I had sort of logged all this stuff on earlier, and I played through. uh, This is the part of the show where I count things. In my notebook. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I think games this year. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, and that's that's. I think that's actually more books than I've actually read. Not th- more books than mm. I've listened to, but more books than I've actually read. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, you know, and, and I guess we'll just go. With, I. I you know, out of everything I played, so I played. You know, we played Dead Space together. I, mm-hmm. uh, I finished uh, Kingdoms of Amalur uh, early in the year. I had beaten Neo with my buddy. Um, nice. You know, the God of War came out this last year. I played that and I platinum that. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. And you know, so there's a pile of stuff that I, I've I've sort of picked up and played through. And I'm gonna be honest, dude. Um, the game that I just keep coming back to, and it's a game that I think I'm gonna pick up again uh This year, and I'm really gonna work on like cleaning it up, and and I'm gonna go for a platinum trophy run. Hollow Knight, yeah. Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight, yeah. Hollow Knight. Uh I love Dang. everything about that game. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a perfect game because I don't believe in such a thing. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's no shadow of the Colossus. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, I I I absolutely adore the visual style, the sound, um, just the combat, the controls, uh, just even the way the game progresses and the, the way that the mechanics unlock. I just uh, at some point in time we're gonna we're gonna get Logan on here and we're all gonna like fangirl over it real hard. Um, <laughs> but like, I really like that game. And so, like, if if you ask me, like, what's the one game that I played in 2018 that sort of, like, really got stuck in my crawl in the best possible way, it's Hollow Knight, dude. That thing's a beast. And I know it's not a 2018 game. It was, you know, on PC and everything, (laughs) but it, it was a monster. So, what about you, man? Like, what was sort of, like, your standout title?
1: So so, looking back, I don't think I played any 2018 games except for Octopath, which I'm currently playing, which I'm not going to beat by the end of the year. Um, yeah, there, there's no chance there. So yeah, it's all older games for me. And it's funny you say 12 games. As I'm looking at it um, right now, I'm sitting at 12, but I'm pretty sure I'll have Shadow of the Colossus beaten by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So so that'll be that'll be 13. I'll I'll just give a quick rundown because it's a lot of older games actually. Um, so started off the year Super Mario Galaxy. Finished that one up, and then I played and it, you I guess you don't have to count this if you don't want to because it's a really short game. It was a um, a free game that was released by Atlas. It was Shin Megami Tensei Synchronicity Prologue. It was like a, a short little uh, Metroidvania okay. PC game that was really fun. Uh, Shovel Knight Specter of Torment. Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, The Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, Journey, Shin Megami Tensei: Strange Journey, Hollow Knight, Dead Space, Earthbound, Super Mario Odyssey, and then Shadow of the Colossus, if we want to count that one. Gowning uh, my chickens before they're hatched. So uh, looking back, one of the things that sticks out to me is that I, I don't think I played any bad games this year. Mm. At, le- at least I don't think I beat any bad games this year. I, I was playing a couple games um, that I didn't finish because they were more like arcade type games, but even those were good. Like, I, Gradius 5 was on there, and there was probably something else that I can't think of. Did you also um, beat
0: Zelda, Legend of Zelda 2, man? Did you yes. Read that did off? I skip
1: over that? Oh, that's what it is. One, two, three, 4, 5, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. Yeah, uh, you know what it is? So I'm looking at my, uh, I'm looking at GG, Ah. is what I'm doing. And so you're right, there are actually two more games to add to this list, um, because I had put them in the completed, I put Zelda 2 in the completed category. Okay. Because I got all the items. So Zelda 2 is on there. Also, Golf Story was the other one. Oh, yeah. So, um, and that that was a fun one. So you're right. Actually, it's more. It's more than twelve, depending on how you on how you count everything up. Um. So, uh man, you know, I was really tempted to say Hollow Knight as well, honestly. Um. And it well, let me let me throw out two categories. Okay. So the first one, we'll just say straight. If I were to say the best game that I beat this year, um, I think Dark Souls Three clinches it mm. for me. I like you know like I just listed off I finished Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls three this year I'm officially like one of those one of those dang everything is compared to dark Souls losers who just can't who can't think of any new games that might show a modicum of difficulty without comparing it to dark Souls that's me now as of 2018. <laughs> um but they're just they're just really good games and i they just hook me they get in me and i it's it's hard to break away they're the type of games that if i start playing it it's hard to put down and it gives you know it gets my adrenaline pumping and i don't want to go to sleep and i regret it in the morning
0: there's nothing to regret I mean, uh, I I, I kind of fall in that camp. Like Bloodborne did that to me when it finally got its hooks into me. Um, yeah, Neo, um, dude, I was obsessed with that game for months, um, to the point yep. where my wife would just sort of like roll her eyes at the TV when it was on. <laughs> but um, nice. Now, dude, you know, I did want to, you know, now that you mentioned it, I do sort of. It's not maybe necessarily a second category, but a game I did play that I sort of want to give a shout out to, and I yeah. I may have talked about it, you know, in, in the in the podcast, and I may not have. So, um, but the Battle Chasers game, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was based on a comic book that I had uh, read when I was in art school, you know, out of high school, kind of, so a long time ago at this point, but like. It, it's this really kind of charming and clever turn-based sort of RPG that if you're looking for something that's like a little old school but sort of does it fresh, I, I would really recommend that game. So that was like something that I think it might may have come out this year, even if it didn't. Like, you know, um, that, that was definitely sort of an honorable mention for me. And, of course, God of War. I mean, I love that game. Yeah. But it's like it, it already won the VGA Game of the Year's suck it red dead fanboys <laughs> but uh <laughs> but um oh no but yeah you know so it's like it you know it everybody knows that game was awesome uh, even people mm-hmm. who haven't played it so yeah
1: yeah like me someday i have no idea someday josh but yeah i am sure i'm sure actually because it, yeah yeah no it, it does it does sound like a really cool game um, the other category that I just wanted to throw, so that was that was my favorite game that I played this mm-hmm. year. Like I, I could see myself going back to to Dark Souls 3 and doing and cleaning up a lot of the DLC stuff that I didn't play through and, and just other stuff like that. Um, so o- outside of that, the other category for me was kind of those,, um, the biggest surprise game of the year, The okay. ones that I did not realize. I was going to enjoy as much until I started, until I started really getting into them. And, uh, well, I mean, I have to, I, I just, <laughs> I have to give this to hollow night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, we were talking, I can't remember if this was on an episode or not, but we were talking about it. No, it must not have been, um, when it had first come to switch and it was on sale. I remember I, I watched a couple like promo videos on YouTube and i was texting you and i was like dude dude i'm gonna buy this thing and it was while i was playing dark souls 3 was the thing it was like i don't need to get this cuz it's another like comparable like difficult kind of a kind of a thing and i don't need to get this because i just finished dark souls 3 and i don't want to be sucked into something else uh and then i did and then i was um <laughs> But, but in the sense of just like, I hadn't really known, you know, I'd seen the little character here and there. I never really looked into the game and then they released it on switch and um, it was a fantastic D 10 bucks, a huge game for, for the style that it is. It was, yeah, so good. So I have to give it to Hollow Knight, but the runner up for me this year was, um, uh, Shovel Knight Specter of Torment. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I really did not think that they could make something else as good as the original Shovel Knight because th- that's just a fantastic game, and I dare say Specter of Torment was up there with the original. Um, I think you know, the, I think this st- there were some elements of it, some of the story elements and things like that 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 didn't hit as hard as Shovel Knight did, but the mechanics themselves were so good. Like, it's a different style of play. It's more fast paced. You kind of have to learn it. Um, but once it clicks, oh, so good. Like, butter. It's awesome. It's like, so, I like highly recommend it. It's like butter. Yeah. <laughs> butter. <laughs> like, when I dance, it's like um. butter.
0: He's got moves like Jagger.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so. Uh, Looking back at at 2018, those were those were some of just my my honorable mentions. But honestly, I mean, like I said, looking back at this list, um, I, I didn't really play any bad games this year, which is surprising to me. With you know the backlog that I have, I'm sure that I'm going to stumble on some ones, some bad ones, uh, and, it, and it inevitably happens every year. There's just a game or two that I'm not feeling, and I move on to the next one. Um, but that did not happen this year. Uh, I. What was I gonna say? Oh, I'd just like to see that continue into the, you know, into next year. Uh, not to jump the gun and and take a look. Not, yeah, we'll we'll get into it more later. But um, the, I I like this. I like looking back and being like, oh man, all of my experiences were good. Yeah. <laughs> None of these games leave a bad taste in my mouth. So. Um, I'm sure I will be looking to the group and having you guys pick out, you know, I, I already have an, an initial idea of a few games that I want to hit up because a lot of our members are real real big fans like Dishonored comes to mind, Bioshock comes to mind, things that, you know my, some some of my games of shame that I haven't finished yet because I know they're great, Okami, you know mm. things like that, so so I'll, I'll be looking to, to stuff like that in, in the next year, so hopefully this time next year I can look back and say, hey I've done another year of of great games and and nothing subpar. I haven't wasted my time on anything subpar. (laughs) Mm, mm, Yeah. mm.
0: Yeah, I I mean, like, I'll be honest. I'm kind of bummed because I don't really have... I mean, I had like, one game that I played this year that I wasn't super hyped on. Um, Uh It was okay, but but it wasn't, like, anything where I'm, like, it's not worthy of, like, being, like, dubbed my stinker or anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, But uh, we also read, uh, or uh, I'm technically in the process of reading a bunch mm-hmm. of, like, it, you know, we were in a a, uh, a group, a reading group, and I'm actually going to look that up and just real quick here and just give those guys a quick shout out. I know yeah, Wes- Wesley was in that group. Uh, I think Nathan Leopard was in there yep. as well. It was you me eric and eric bryant was anybody else in there Am I, I i don't i don't want to forget anybody i don't no, yeah, no i think it was just the five Sounds of us like everyone and uh you know so and we just we each picked a book a uh, couple of books for the year and then uh mm-hmm. there were a couple auxiliary picks that um we had to sort of lay out but uh you know, I just want to give a shout-out to those guys. This was a, That was a really cool experience. I was really glad to do it. Read a lot of really... I mean, we technically should have read 12 books or will have read 12 books by the end of the year. And I mm-hmm. I, I, fully intend on making that happen before the end of the year. Um, oh, dang. So, I, I mean, it's not impossible. It just means I, I've got to, like, you know, just be on top of things. Uh, yeah. But use my time well. Uh, but... I, uh, there were a couple, and I'll, I'll, I'm just going to go through the list of yeah. what we read. So we read Conscience, What It Is, How to Train It by Nazelli and Crowley. Um, we read You Are What You Love by James K. A. Smith. We read Dante's Inferno. We read Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. Uh, the Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. A Good Man is Hard to Find by, Fl- and other short stories by Flannery O'Connor. How Should We Then Live, by uh, Schaefer. Uh, the Big Sleep, by Raymond Chandler. The Conviction to Lead, by Al Mohler. Um Power Up, by Chris Kohler. Good and Angry, by Paulison. And I'm looking here, and just making sure. I don't think. And then, the last one is The Shadow of the Colossus, uh, book, Boss Fight book, by... Uh, Nick Suttner and mm-hmm. um, so and and you know most like what I've read and like I said I'm getting caught up here I'm a little bit behind but all of those books were fairly enjoyable or good or challenging or sort of um, I really did like the Conscience book I, yeah. I, I want to go back over that but if you had to ask me what my favorite one out of that whole list was like the one book that I, I'm like will sort of become a regular staple in my rotation. It's got to mm-hmm. be Jamie Smith's book, man. Uh, you okay. Are What You Love. Uh, I I think, honestly, and it's like... I could probably just read the first half of that book because mm-hmm. I, I feel like he gets a little expositional towards the end. And it just, it's just sort of like more of the same. He's just sort of like driving the point home. But I really... Um, I really sort of want to examine that idea of like living life liturgically and sort of like the the power of habit and things like that. And uh, I actually just listened to an interview and it's an older episode from the white horse Inn. but you know, he gets on there with Mike Horton and it's a, and uh, they talk a little bit about uh, you are what you love and um, just the, he's written some other books too. And so they talk about that, but it's a, it's a good episode I'll try to remember and dig up the links for that for you too because that, that one was pretty good um, nice should post I I recommend that um, also speaking of the white horse Inn before I forget uh, they just did an episode with Ben sass he's a senator uh-huh. uh, that dude's a beast I want him to run for president oh, yeah. so bad so I can, you know <laughs> uh, just so bad the, um this really uh, really interesting guy um you really anyways so but mine was like i said jamie smith's you are what you love um how about you man like what was like the book that just sort of like grabbed you by the short and curlies and (laughs) i i don't know was well it didn't have to do that necessarily but the the one that sort of sticks out the most over this year
1: yeah um well it (laughs) It's interesting, my perspective on this, and and I was joking about this before the the podcast started, is that you'll see throughout this episode that I'm a very decisive person, uh, except that I'm not at all. So (laughs) I feel like, uh, yeah, it's very hard for me to land in in just one area. But as I look back at the list of books, and, and like you said, they're all really good. Like I... I've really enjoyed – there are a bunch of books. I mean, at least at least half of them I would not have picked up otherwise, like I hadn't heard of them or, you know, something like that. And um, they, they – yeah, they were all really good in their own right, whether it was something like Flannery O'Connor and, and teaching me a new way to kind of read stories um, or it was – yeah, it was something like uh, – conscience that's more like theologically minded where you're digging into scripture or uh jamie smith's book where where it it causes you to kind of examine day-to-day life the thing as i look back the ones that i think have stuck the most with me that's that's what i'm using to gauge this because they're all really good they're all beneficial in one way or another I think the concepts that have stuck with me the most that I use on the, on the more of a regular basis is probably good and angry. Okay. Um, I, th- I think the way, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a little defense on this as well is that I, I do think, um, you are what you love is a fantastic book. I, I, I just felt like I had heard some of those concepts before, so it wasn't as new to me. Mm -hmm. Whereas good and angry, the way that anger was explained did feel very new to me and, and has changed kind of the way that I see anger. Um, And I think he did a really good job of kind of setting sort of just giving clarity on what the concept of anger is and, and when it can be good and when it can be bad. And, um, so I, I think looking at it that way has stuck with me. You know, you're talking about the the book that <laughs> that really grabbed me and smacked me upside the head. Um I think that one did the most simply because the the form of anger that I struggle with is more entitlement. It's more um frustration and expectations and in more of like an underlying type of anger. Um, if you were to talk to my wife, she would tell you that when I get angry, I just ball up. I shut down, I don't say anything. Um, it, it it's not the overt kind of explosion type of anger. And and the the book really helped me kind of identify that, that at its root it is anger and it's wrong and, and kind of some ideas on how to deal with it and what what is right about it and what is wrong about it. So Good and angry is probably the one that stuck with me the most. um, and then just because I'm indecisive the the runner up that I have to throw out here and it well, I don't know what this says about my manhood, but we'll take it as it is um honestly, Wesley's book about tidying up mm. has stuck with me simply because you know, um it one because it was just totally out of left field. I didn't know what to expect from it. I wasn't sure, yeah, what the book was going to be about, but really, um, I I think it kind of just goes in tandem with the idea of you are what you love, and and this idea of how the physical affects um, your your mental state and and just the the way that you think as well, and and so the idea of of examining my physical possessions in light of <sighs> My life and my priorities was really eye opening to me because I tend to be more of a pack rat and keep things. If I if I can identify something that may be useful in the future, well, then I'll you know throw it in the garage or something like that. And this, the book had really helped me kind of think through why that is and and whether or not that's beneficial. Most of the time, it's not. Um, and and kind of living in such a way that I can be appreciative of the possessions that I have. Now, as a Christian, I'm appreciative to God, not to you know the universe or whatever it was that that uh, Marie kind of talks about in the book. So, so some of the concepts from that book I feel like have stuck with me, even if it wasn't necessarily what the author was saying, um, because I, I read it through a Christian worldview, right? I, I yeah. think. Um, some of the things that she touches on it, it, just the, the ideas of possessions and, and how we're to view our possessions uh, really has stuck with me through the year. So, okay, that's that I'm done. I'm done. You know, what? I feel like I'm rambling here. No,
0: no, That's. I mean, this is what we do. Like we are good at being bad at brevity, <laughs> dude. I mean, yes. it's like, I swear when we eventually start making t-shirts, I'm going to make one that says good at being bad at brevity yeah so (laughs) i like it i like it um i also forgot to mention i i maybe i didn't i don't know i I guess you know the listeners can tell me but the conviction to lead by al moeller i don't know if i had mentioned that and i'm yeah i'm in the process of reading that and i really like that one um yeah marie the marie kondo book was really good too that is one of those things that it was sort of uh yeah, I don't know. There were too many good ones, right? Um, <laughs> I would. I don't know if it was me or someone else who recommended it, but that Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology. I, mm. I think that was Eric actually recommended that. Um, okay. Maybe it doesn't really matter, but I I really dug that book too. Like I like mythologies, I like fiction stories, I like Neil Gaiman's writing. Like I think Mm -hmm. he's, he's one of my favorite writers. So that was the,
1: but yeah. Yeah. Most fun, uh, most fun book of the year. Definitely goes to Norse mythology for sure. And if you don't mind me throwing in a little tiny story. So um, we picked up uh, Avengers infinity war uh, for black Friday. We got it for a few bucks and my wife hadn't seen it. So we sit down to watch it and you know, the opening scene, uh, I'm not, I am not. I won't give any spoilers, but I'm sure you've seen it before because you're if, a nerd and you're listening to this podcast. people haven't seen it at this point in time, like... You're my wife. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, but anyways, the movie starts out, and I'll just say that, that Thor and Loki are there, okay? And they, they have some interaction, things happen with those characters. And it took me a second to remember, oh yeah, they're brothers in the Marvel Universe, <laughs> because I had read through or listened to the the Norse mythology twice. So now I have like the actual Norse mythology stuck in my head so that, you know, the Marvel version, I'm trying to remember kind of how they're all related. So I, it it was just kind of funny for me to kind of step back and be like, Oh no, this is Marvel. Come on. You can do this. Anyways,
0: not one of these things is not like the others. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, um, so, moving on in in our looking back categories. Yeah. Um I have like I said, uh two uh, two more here. I or, or maybe I haven't said it. But I have two more categories here. Um All Right. Let's let's move on to I guess like what I'm like the fa- our favorite episode our favorite mm-hmm. experience that uh, that we can tie directly to the podcast.
1: Um Mhm. So yeah I have so we started a podcast this year that, if you guys don't know that was
0: <laughs> yeah that was definitely one like and I'll be honest like that was one of the, the the highlights for me just the fact that we did start this thing and we're doing it um yeah you, you know I had mentioned to you earlier I'm just hyped to be able to do this like I, I I look forward to this every couple of weeks um so but I actually have like three standout moments besides the okay. actual initial.
1: Nice. Like, making
0: a podcasting. Um One, I really liked uh, our Are You Not Entertained episode. I thought, like, that was okay. probably one of my favorite topics to handle. Um, the, the, I mean, like, that's the one that I feel like... I, I mean, at some point in time, we'll probably come back and re-examine a lot of these issues and maybe refine yeah. our points and, and, and sort of things like that. But, like, that was one of my favorite ones, like... Just to sort of like think through that and talk through that. And, um, but, uh, it was not nearly as much fun as one of my other favorite things that we did on our Mm -hmm. show. Uh, the backlog breakdown. I can't even talk. But backlog (laughs) episode eight, backlog breakdown, no densetsu, um, (laughs) where Wes and Paul came on and it was just a, Romper stomper of a wild time, uh, the 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 Zelda two retrospective man, and um, you know, uh, the only thing I think was more fun is when we went on to Paul's show, mm-hmm. and and kicked around and and goofed off. Um, but that was just like, I, I would say the like those three episodes moments whatever. Like, I was just like, man, this is the coolest thing in the world that I get to do this with my friends and, and brothers in Christ and that we get to sort of like... And and I just like, you know, shout out to Paul and Wes and just... Yeah, um, it was super cool. Um, Got to do more stuff like that. But it, it was just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So...
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and we did not discuss our picks before the episode have to throw that out there (laughs) so because in this category it is it is pretty similar i have written down in my notes um i use a lot of ellipses in my in in just my writing in general so i have an ellipses and i said does the retro zoo count yes um because because the the fact that we were able to go on the retro zoo super show um and maybe this just shows how devious and how terrible of a person that I am. But the fact that we could go on there and not really talk about anything, but just geek out about video games and frustrate our host because we went on so many tangents on, on so many like niche things. Like we were making jokes. There, there was a point where I made a joke about the difference between Final Fantasy II and Final Fantasy IV. Like not that many people get the joke you know but we were all cutting up having a good time and didn't really discuss what we were there to discuss and that is just hilarious to me and so yeah shout out to paul um it was a great time and i know you're you're gonna try and get us back somehow uh i don't blame you we (laughs) deserve it i know i especially do um but and, and going along with that yeah it it was I I think the most fun that I have had and not saying anything wrong about our our normal episodes cuz obviously I have a lot of fun we these episodes get longer every single time dang it um so obviously we're doing something right at least from our perspective um but having having the guys on having Paul and Wes on for that episode was was such a good time um to be able to to take a deep dive into a game and really kick around some different things. You got some different perspectives as well. And, uh, yeah, to be able to include other people, um, in on the conversation with, yeah, it was, it was just such a great time talking about just such a weird game in general. I mean, I, I do think that Paul and Wes like enjoyed the game more than either of us. I I still think it it was a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But when they're talking about like the upper tiers of the Zelda uh of the Zelda games in general, I'm just like, "Oh, wow. Okay." <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, did I didn't know you liked it that, that much. I see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I know and that comes from the heart like it's not, you know, they're they're not trying to they're not like a, a YouTuber with a weird thumbnail clickbait. Zelda Two is actually the best Zelda game. You know, it's not something like that. No, like they actually enjoyed it and they talked about why they did and yeah. So that uh, that yeah, it was it was it was great and um, I agree. And we'll talk about it as we start looking forward. That uh, that that kind of stuff. That kind of. Um, for lack of a better term, inclusion of, of other people on the cast and especially just people who are, who are, um, building this community that we have on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, if, if we decide to, to branch out into other forms, uh, I, I just love it. I love it. I think, I think that's kind of one of the things that we want to do. Anyways, don't want to drag on about that. We'll talk about that as, as we look forward. Yeah. So, um, uh,
0: So, this last category is sort of a little bit more personal, but the favorite Mm -hmm. change that we have made, sort of, maybe not necessarily, but as a result, or during the course of this show. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't, this one is a little hard for me. Uh, You know, I started lifting again with a couple of guys from church, but I think... um, And I know that we've talked about it before, but uh, in the last couple of months listening to Paul Maxwell's stuff, I've really sort of uh, been challenged to become a little more goal-oriented and to be a little more, Mm -hmm. um, if I had to sort of say, like the one change that I've made um, that, that I really, yeah, yeah, I would just sort of say like the the fact that like, you know, there there's some growth there just as far as like I'm trying to just I've I've noticed throughout the course of this show, um, that I really am being a little more conscientious about discipline, about managing my mm-hmm. time well, um and and trying to just be more mindful. I mean, like uh and, and I'll talk a little bit about it in, in our next section here, but uh, you know, even sort of based on what we talk about in this show and then what we just sort of the, it, it puts me in a certain mindset and so like I said i've I've actually mapped out some goals for next year and so even mm-hmm. in that sort of like moving to a little more disciplined a little more structured sort of uh, perspective you know whatever but yeah like yeah. I, I would say that for me personally that's the sort of been like the maybe the one big change that I can sort of say, no, like this is fairly noticeable to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think, I think within the time that we've, um, started creating this, this podcast, I agree being able to, um, and it's kind of ironic because we didn't do it at the start of this episode, but being able to kind of like report on some of the stuff that we've hit up and to set goals for the next couple weeks, Um, has, like you said, it's just kind of put it in the forefront of my mind and knowing, it's almost even like somewhat of a sort of accountability on some level of just like, this is what I say I'm going to do and here's how either I failed to meet that or or how I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, obviously we talk about that in the, in the case of video games a lot, but there are other areas as well. You know, when we talk about the books that we're reading or talking about <laughs> our scripture memorization or lack thereof. Wah, um, wah. The, the <laughs> um, but being able, yeah, to, to set that and to, to know like, okay, I'm going to have to talk about this. Not only that, I'm going to have to talk about this publicly. Um, you know, there there was the one episode where I talked about how I hadn't I hadn't done any scripture memorization and I was tempted to just like that day try and knock it out, knock something out so that I had something to talk about on the podcast and it's like just that mindset of knowing that it's coming helps. Yeah. Um, and and it becomes it becomes a habit because then you start looking back. So, so it's, it's goals and it's also self-reflection, right? So I have to stop and think through, okay, what have I done over the past two weeks in terms of, of meeting my goals and what am I going to do? What am I planning on doing for the next couple weeks? So, uh, so it's both. And, um, I think self-reflection, I, I, I don't always give myself the time to do that. Um, but when I do, it's it's been really beneficial. And in the case of the podcast, that's, that's a big part of what we're doing um, when we're taking a look at these issues is like attempting to reflect on ourselves. And, um, you know, because even though we sometimes, it, a lot of the time, <laughs> we deride certain things about um, gaming culture and certain things that we have issues with, um, I, I think we're pretty open about the things that we struggle with as well. And a lot of the times the things that we talk about are because we struggle with yeah. these things. Um, even even though we've both talked about how great Hollow Knight is, we've also both kind of admitted because of how good the game is, um, we have been a little lax in, in being disciplined, <laughs> you yeah. know, in deciding, okay, this is where I need to cut it off. Um So, so yeah, I think, I think self-reflection and, and goal setting and attempting to meet those goals, just kind of setting some structure in there as well. Um, So hopefully that wasn't all just an echo of what you said, but (laughs) there, there, there we go.
0: Well, I mean, if, you know, and again, we did not talk about what our picks were going to be or whatever. So it's like, it's just sort Mm -hmm. of, I mean, it's, it's good to know that. In, in, on one hand, even if it uh, we are just echoing each other, it's it's good to know that at
1: least we're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, <There's laughs> there you go. Solidarity, you man.
0: Go. Solidarity.
1: <laughs> Since we started the podcast, I'm just playing a lot more video games and shirking all my responsibilities. Uh.
0: uh.
1: <laughs> so, so this is the last episode we'll ever do. No, I'm just kidding. Because uh.
0: we both decided, you know, we realized that <laughs> video games are. Dumb, and we They're need to, childish. We need to just be manly men and work ourselves I've, to death.
1: I've really gotten into football, so I'm gonna stop <laughs> playing video games because it's really childish. And now I'm playing fantasy football.
0: There you go. There you go. I pointed out at one point in time to a friend of mine that fantasy football was basically just Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And uh the response was not great. They, I don't think they appreciated <laughs> my insight nearly as much as I did. So um Moving on. So now we're at this sort of like the back end of the show. We're we're going to be looking forward to next year. Um yeah. some of the things that we want to do in the podcast. Uh we, we we have a handful of episodes lined up. We have some topics that we've batted around back and forth. Uh something I didn't mention to you is I'd actually, you know, we had sort of talked about um at one point in time when we started sort of like talking about this podcast I I did say I, I really did want to examine sort of video games some of the video games I would classify as like quote unquote I'm throwing up square scare oh Nate <laughs> talk pretty um uh, scare quotes here and I'm like uh but games as art sort of some of the, those conversations yeah. uh mm-hmm. and so like when you play Okami I definitely sort of want to talk about that um yeah. You know, and there's some other like art, arty type artsy kind of games that I I would like to, you know, maybe pull aside and say, hey, like this is like a good example of like if you you're wanting to talk about games as art, this is like a good one to check out. Here's some of the merits, uh, you know. So I want to do a few more episodes like that. Um, totally. You, you know, uh, but. As far as uh, just sort of like some personal things, like, you know, I guess I'll sort of start here, um, sort of uh, personally, like just sort of in, in, in light of sort of talking about setting goals and everything. Like uh, I'd mentioned before, uh, but I'm going to start officer training for, for the for church uh, this, this yeah. coming year. So a lot of my reading and a lot of my sort of, I'm I'm going to be listening to a lot of books and seminars and, uh, it in order to sort of like train my mind a little bit more significantly in that that direction. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a it's a much more it's not 12 books it's like five, it might be like seven. Uh, I have I have it somewhere in my journal here, um, but. You know, just as part of some of those are going to be books that I need to read for the officer training. Some of those, like I'm going to go through the uh, Calvin's Institutes, um, okay, this coming year, like just sort of sit down and plow through it, and then um, maybe pick up a commentary or two on that. Um, The one of the books that we're going to be reading for training. Is uh, Van Dixhorn uh, wrote a? It's a sort of a an exposition or a commentary on the Westminster Confession of Faith. That's required okay. reading for the officer training that we're going to be doing. And there's just going to be so, so a lot of my study sort of reading is going to well, well a lot of my reading and is going to be much more drawn towards that. Um, but. Uh, you know, like I, said, I do, need to before the end of the year. I have like a like three or four books that I need to finish before we close out the year. Uh, I am going to try and beat Shadow of the Colossus before the end of the year. Um, nice. I know that I can if I sit down, if I can get like one like solid day in on it, like I can just rom through that game. It's it's yeah, that's not my first rodeo, sweetheart. You know, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, and and we do have some 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 other uh interesting stuff coming up. Uh what about you? Like what what are some of the things like you're like just maybe personally looking forward to if you want to talk about that?
1: If not, you know, whatever. I'll be the super vulnerable chump. Um okay, well uh so this is something that honestly I need to kinda set aside some more time to really nail down some of the things that some some goals that I want to set for myself. Um I <laughs> I guess within the past couple of weeks, I have, <laughs> this is so weird to talk about just because I'm, I'm more of a, I don't know. I just don't usually talk about these kinds of things, but I, I, um, I did set a goal actually a weight loss goal that I've been okay. working on for a little bit. Um, just, just cause I've been out of shape and, and, uh, I got, my wife got me a Fitbit for my birthday. I asked for it. She didn't. It wasn't. She, <laughs> it wasn't out of nowhere. Yeah, now, come no, on. That's now. what I it wanted. was just like a, she's <laughs>
0: like, Josh, this is your birthday, and you're like, oh. oh. <laughs>
1: um, but that's that's really helped me to kind of keep track of uh, of calories in and calories out, and uh, it, it, like even my sleep schedule, which has been really cool. Um, and that kind of like it sort of ties in with the whole like Paul Maxwell self wire thing, uh, or even Theo Fit sort of thing, because um, I read I read one of his tiny little books. And, uh, and that's helped me a lot. So that that's one thing I, I have set a goal there, um, just to, to lose some weight, to get back into shape. Um, but in, in terms of other things I, I had kind of alluded to on the last episode, um, that I am looking into another kind of business venture on the side of what I'm doing right now. And so'm I'm, I'm kind of waiting for it to materialize we're just now getting started uh, me and a buddy of mine are just now getting started with it and so I, I kind of want to see how that goes now that we're starting out um, and before I really kind of am able to commit and, and see what what that looks like and what my life looks like after I commit um so so I I it's it's hard at the moment to kind of to kind of compartmentalize everything just because I don't know what'll be coming up here in the near near future. That said, don't want to use that as an excuse. Yeah, um, I do need to sit down and and once uh, you know after Christmas, I've got some time off um, between Christmas and New Year's, so I'll be able to to set some time aside and really kind of set down like what what do I want to accomplish this year. Um, I do think, you know, like we mentioned, I do think th- things like the reading group was really helpful because it helped me to um, gain some more perspective. Um, y- you know, one thing that I've noticed actually, now that I'm just talking about it, now that I'm <laughs> verbally processing this, I think I'm going to pick a couple topics that I want to, um, that I really want to dig into, that I really want to kind of search out. Um, sort of, you know, more like theological topics or life applicable topics about scripture that I really want to study. Cause there are some things that I know real kind of surface level um, that I haven't dug deep on. And uh, so, so that's what I'll need to do. Even if it's something like church history, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'll, I'll need to pick a couple things and, have that as kind of a backup. Because, I mean, honestly, right now I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and things like that, and I can kind of trade that out with something uh, maybe a little more beneficial sometimes yeah. instead of just kind of the day-to-day stuff. So um, th- that's kind of where my, my head is at right now. Um, I don't necessarily – you know, it's, it's funny because the the podcast talks about video games so much – I don't necessarily want to set a goal in terms of I'm going to beat X amount of games just because my game time has been more um, after my responsibilities are done. I'll play games instead of like, okay, I'm setting aside this chunk of time to play games. Um, And maybe that'll change. I don't know. Um, We'll, we'll see how life goes. Yeah. But, um, but I, I think kind of nailing down the list of, and I did, you know, I like I mentioned earlier. I do kind of want to plug away at those games of shame, um, play some really good games this year, and uh, I'm making some headway on on Octopath Traveler, so that's definitely going to be up there. Yeah. Um.
0: So yeah, that's yeah. You mentioned weight loss. Uh, mm-hmm. that's something for me too. It's uh, I you know, uh, I I packed on a, a little bit over the last couple of years. I'm like, eh, I probably just need to get you know. It's not like my pants get any tighter or anything, but you know, it's just, there's my shirts get a little snugger, um, and not, not (laughs) in the way that I want them to. So yeah, um, I also, I need to refinish my, like redo my basement walls. And so like I keep, yeah I've been in the house for a couple of years. It's been sort of one of those things where I'm like, I just need to do this. And so I need to just. That'll probably be something from time to time I, I want to talk about in the podcast. Another thing that we, we sort nice. of alluded to earlier is uh, scripture memorization. Like, Yeah. Uh, and I said before the podcast started, like uh, this will be the year that I actually memorize Galatians. And if I don't have it memorized, if I cannot just spit it out next December, um, <sighs> it, someone probably ought to kick me right in the junk and maybe smack me <laughs> smack me around a little bit um and, and okay. not to make excuses um you know maybe maybe something will happen and like it'll make make it impossible but like you know barring any like bizarre circumstances i i really I, there aren't any excuses so um so that's definitely part of it for me too and yeah i want to you know like uh you talked about playing video games too Backlog golf is going to be teeing off here Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year. And the rules aren't...
1: Teeing off. I see what you did there. (laughs)
0: Uh, The rules aren't completely set in stone. But uh, Eric Bryant has been sort of hammering out some of that stuff. I think we're still fleshing out a few of the more nuanced uh, situations. And uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I think that 100% completion and platinum should net you more points towards lowering your score I'm just saying quality over quantity um, anyways and but it's it's sort of this thing that we're doing in the backlog book club and if you're you're interested in maybe like playing along with us it will be a year-long sort of thing and it's just sort of like for bragging rights then um, you know unless I get fancy and surprise everybody which I may do that I don't know yet. I mean, you know, maybe we'll take, like, the top five backlog golfers and sort of examine lists. I don't know. Or maybe not.
1: I don't know yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I mean, if if they have PCs, just throwing it out there, I have a bunch of, like, keys for different games Mm. that either I've doubled up on because of Humble Bundles or anything like that. So I've got PC games. But uh, that does seem kind of weird, like... You've whittled down your backlog. Here's, Here's some, some more, more games. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll use that for something else. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Um. I. I definitely. Uh. As far as like just podcast stuff, like, you know, I've been thinking about it, and from time to time, I. I do. I do want to set up, uh, like a giveaway, or you know, maybe yeah. maybe do some swag or something. I don't know yet. There. Um. So like you know, just sort of like that's like thinking out loud kind of stuff. Uh. Mm-hmm. But. So we've got the the backlog golf coming up, uh, and uh, you know if you want more details on that, uh, like I said, you need to go to the backlog, the the hashtag backlog book club, uh, you know, Facebook group. There are questions there, you know, answer the questions so we can let you in. Uh, you know, please, it just just makes it easier for everybody. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's a small group. But that's where we'll sort of... uh, I think right now the the sort of consensus is that's where we'll be sort of keeping track of everything. Um, One of the other things that we had talked about, uh, we do have a few games lined up for the next year already. Uh, At the beginning of the year, we're going to start the year off right with the greatest RPG ever made. We're going to... The first Backlog Buster... um, and and if if I if I'm wrong, Wesley, well, uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, but Josh and I <laughs> are going to be uh, playing Chrono Trigger uh, for the first backlogbuster, and mm-hmm. this I'm sort of rolling out an invite to anybody. You know, come January, you know, I'll 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 create a, a thread, or you know, we'll create a thread in the group. And you know, just encourage everybody who wants to sort of engage in that to talk about uh, *Chrono Trigger*. I, I really do. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I know you've sort, of, we've sort of talked about that back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's the other thing: like somebody asked me about, you know, play times. You can beat that game in about 24 to 30 hours over the course of three months. That's like an eight to 10 hour investment per month. So you're looking at like if you can squeeze in a couple hours a week you can keep up with this project um, mm-hmm. so I want to encourage anybody who hasn't played it or and, and is interested or who might just be interested in general in playing it again to, to play along with us join the discussion
1: yeah and, and Wes, Wes is going to give some more clarity on that if if it's any different within the group itself the backlog busters because uh, he's he's taken the reins of that which is absolutely awesome um we're gonna be doing chrono trigger it it may be something like pick an rpg that you have to play along with us or something like that um but yeah we're we're doing chrono trigger we'll have that discussion in the group as well and uh i mean yeah feel free to to bounce some thoughts off of us uh, especially if it's your first time playing i'd be real interested to hear from you about it but um I mean I'm I'm really excited cuz yeah it's it's just one of the, my favorite games my absolute favorite games of all time so to be able to to go back to it after a few years it's it's been a while since I've since I played through it so I'm stoked to check it out again and uh yeah we we love to have your input and yeah we can go from there and and stuff
0: um so I'm trying I'm just sort of looking over my notes here cuz yeah. that's real good radio um, I really, I, we're kind of running a little low. Maybe that's our Christmas present to everybody is that this one won't take almost two hours of your, your, evening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, there you go.
0: But I don't really have anything else to sort of cover as far as, you know, well, and, and you know what though, there were a couple of things. Uh, I did sort of throw out a question in the Facebook group, um, and I'm going to just pull that up and we didn't get a ton of responses but I did want to sort of uh, I did want to one not only acknowledge the response but um, the responses but also you know just sort of read them Uh, so the question I asked in the Facebook group was uh, for those of you who have listened to the podcast what were some of your favorite moments episodes insights any topics you think we ought to cover in the coming year and then I threw out our, our email address and uh, said, you know, if you don't want to put it in the comments here, shoot us an email. And you know, uh, and that was sort of last minute, but we did get some responses. Uh, Luke Denner, uh, our buddy from over at the Arrow Two Hundred Four Podcast, says, uh, "My favorite is you and Josh talking. Put that in the <clears throat> excuse me, put that in the next episode, please." Uh, Luke, we'll do what we can about that. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know paul is uh definitely the zelda 2 episode something about that mm-hmm. one was special he can't put his finger on it uh it was it was special because you were on it paul you well mostly because wesley was on it but you know we'll count you we'll we'll include you there you're special too paul don't worry you're you're special too buddy uh jeremiah styles um he said that he's just started listening and he's only gotten into a few episodes well we only have 14 jeremiah so yeah, you know, it's it's not you're not too
1: far behind at this point. Yeah, it's uh, only like twenty eight hours of podcasting. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: It's well the way we talk, it's probably closer to forty. Um <laughs> but um he says uh so far his favorite one was the one that we did on Outrage. Um he says, uh love how humble you guys are while still saying what needs to be said. Well thanks, man. That's that's uh that's really encouraging, you know, uh uh I'm gl- one. I'm glad that this has been edifying and, and encouraging to you yeah. and challenging to you, and I'm glad that you're finding it useful. Because I think more than anything, that really is uh, sort of what we want. We want these to be discussions sort of grounded in wisdom, and um, you know, and sometimes those th- these conversations will be a little more pragmatic. Sometimes they won't. Uh, but you know, we we do want to sort of bring these things back to stewardship. You know, Mm -hmm. time management, and just being wise, and and you know, and and I'm just gonna good stewards, you know, not only of our time, but of you know, just the way we we live our lives in general, and the way we conduct ourselves uh, in general. Um. So, really appreciate the 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 words of encouragement, and and you know, also just you know, thanks so much, man. Uh, he also left another comment, and he said, uh, you guys may have at least touched on this already, but he'd be interested to hear how we talk about, um, he'd be interested in hearing us talk, oh, I'm, I'm talking real good right now. So, um, <laughs> but he'd be interested in, in hearing how we balance gaming with reading, uh, Bible study, etc. and how do we focus on reading if you'd rather be gaming, unless that's a problem you just have. Uh, no jeremiah i don't think you're alone in that um it's a lot easier to flip on the screen and sort of like boot up the playstation or the switch or whatever at least for me um yeah i i you know uh but it's it's one of those things um and it's probably there is a book that i uh have sort of on the recommendation of my pastor i'm either going to pick it up soon or just you know I'm going to grab a copy. Uh, it's a, I think it's a Tim Challey's book. I think it's just called Do Better. Um,
1: yeah, Do More Better. Do
0: More Better. And, yeah. uh, you know, my pastor, Jared, he uh, he said that he really found that to be helpful in sort of organizing things, uh, sort of being practically minded in, in setting up guidelines for how we do things and in what order we do things. And so it's really, um, and it's not a, a rule that I'm super great at adhering to, but the, the rule that I basically try to hold to, and again, I'm not super great at holding this all the time, is I if I haven't spent any time studying the Word or praying or thinking through it, uh, I don't turn on game stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know that a lot of times when I turn on the PlayStation or when I turn on the switch or when I, you know, boot up whatever, like that's pretty much like going to suck me in, you know? Like, and, um, it's going to be hard to sort of like pull myself out of that. So one of the things is I just don't, I try not to give myself opportunity. And again, not saying I, I implement that perfectly, but I try not to, uh, You know, but anyways, I'm definitely like willing to sort of talk about that a little more in depth, but yeah, just as a general rule, I would say like, dude, like if you haven't spent time in the word, if you haven't spent time in prayer, don't, don't turn it on, uh,
1: you know, make like, you know, make that a priority. So, um, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I didn't actually see the replies to the, I saw when you had, um, had posted this earlier, but I didn't see these replies and that's. That uh, I just want to, maybe I'm just saying what you said over again, again. Um, But that is really encouraging for me to hear, Jeremiah. I really appreciate it Um, because sometimes I don't know how we sound to other people. (laughs) If that makes sense, Um, you know, just how how you said that we, you know, say what needs to be said, um, but that we're actually humble. I'm glad that that is communicated. That it doesn't sound like you know we're fronting um because uh you know some we, we can be old guys and we can shake our fists Show to the kids clothes. on our lawn you know <laughs> yeah um and i don't want to be that um but i also want to be realistic and acknowledge some of the some of the issues um while also acknowledging some of the the benefits right yeah. <laughs> of what of what we're doing especially in video gaming so uh so th- thank you Thank you. That, that is really encouraging to hear. Um, and no, it is not just you. Um, there are definitely times where it's, it's hard to, to concentrate on something extensively when there's a game that I want to be playing. Um, I, I, think that is one of the pitfalls of video gaming is that it has such a, um, such an immediate response like it it can feel satisfying very easily. You know, you start playing, you get to that next level. Um, you know, in an RPG, you get more experience and you get, you know, the, the next item or whatever you beat that boss, something, uh, you don't have to spend very much time to feel like you're making progress. Um, where sometimes cracking open a book is a lot more difficult to feel like you're getting something from it, um, with the time that you put in. So, um, No, you're not alone. It's not always easy. Um, There's definitely, I I think in one sense it is, and not to go too in depth in this, I think in one sense it is something you have to train yourself to do um, and train yourself to enjoy things with a different kind of like, uh, I know this sounds weird, but a different type of like pleasure curve to it, if that makes sense something that is gonna benefit you in the long run rather than giving you like that immediate kind of um, excitement if that makes any sense.
0: No, yeah that I, I would echo that. like literally, I think that's sound advice. Um, it's just like it, it is very much a training issue. Um, just like you would physically train. Uh, I think we need to uh, be engaging in mental disciplines. Uh, we talked about Jamie Smith's b- book earlier. He talks about liturgy and sort of just, you know, the power of habit. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, but there was something that I was going to say, and it must not have been important because I forgot already. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, Jeremiah. Just again, I, I do want to sort of uh, uh, say this again and, and sort of echo Josh again. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, I'm glad it, it is good to hear that. Yes, we are communicating like that. We're you know communicating well, and we don't sound like tools. Um, yeah, <laughs> you, you know, because uh, I know I know in real life I can I can be a bit of a jerk and I can be kind of abrasive at times, and it's just nice to know that. Uh, I'm not, that's not coming across um, on the podcast. (laughs) So man, that's really bugging me that I forgot what I was going to say or what the the thought I had, like I said, must not have been important.
1: Okay. Well, if, if you think you can have a little bit of time to think about that, but if you guys want to be awesome, like Jeremiah and give us all the encouragement um, because we are, are, very, um, Oh, geez. I can't even think of the right word. Um, but, but we need, we need all of that to to fuel us to keep going exactly to, to help our egos out. (laughs) You can reach out to us. Of course you can, you can see us in the group. We're always going to be talking about what we're playing and the things that uh, are going on, um, there in the hashtag backlog book club group on Facebook. Um, you can email us. We've got an email, a Gmail account, the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you there. Of course, you can hit a, hit either of us up on Twitter. We've got our own separate Twitter accounts, PSN, you know, Nintendo Switch, friend code. Um, we're also on GG if you want to just keep up with what we're playing and, and different lists that we've made now that that has been integrated there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally, on Twitter, my handle is at Broccolope. That's B R O C C O L O P E. I've started doing a little bit more tweeting lately, but I'm not super active there. But if you at me, it will send a net- notification to my phone. So I'm, I'm more likely to get back to you there than probably anywhere else. <laughs> um, on Twitter,
0: GG, and most of the things, I'm uh, at Nate. Underscore McKeever, Um, that's uh, underscore is like the dash. But just in case you didn't know, I somebody I said that to somebody the other day, and they they actually didn't know what underscore was.
1: So (laughs) underscore and seven years ago, yes,
0: underscore. Um, But it's it's you know it's not the overscore, it's the underscore. Um, But it's uh, it's the little like dash on your keyboard that instead of being like in the middle, goes at the bottom. It's you got to look around a little bit for it. I I, I don't make things easy, but I'm at <laughs> Nate underscore McKeever on Twitter, on GG, on PSN. Um, yeah, you can find me in the book club. Uh, just look for the big goofy beard. You know, um, the, I think in all of my profile pictures I'm smoking something, whether it's mm. a cigar or pipe. Um,
1: so. Yeah, um, good stuff. Glorious beard, by the way. Uh, thanks, man. It is, it's, it is wonderful. I,
0: I'm trying. To, I'm trying to grow out up here, and I'm re- uh-huh. really sort of like not digging it. Like it's coming in all gross, and I'm just like, ah. I had somebody tell me to just wait it out, and I'm like, I don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. Two. One of the other things before we leave um, is if you like our show, tell your friends, um, leave us a rating. Um, you know, five stars would be really nice or whatever, <laughs> but, you know, any rating, like, we'll take any sort of feedback. Um, we really will, because we do want to make this a, a good show. Um, so, so, so um, if you haven't already, uh, give us a, a subscribe on iTunes or whatever mm-hmm. podcatcher you're listening to. Good word. I like it. I guess uh, We'd love to hear from you. So... Why you know what? I'm just gonna let like let you do the tagline, man, because you do it so well and <laughs> I just I'm I'm talking so good tonight, so
1: <laughs> Rock on. Well we are we we're always trying to make things better here at the Backlog Breakdown. Um trying to incorporate some things, you know, that will, that will make us stick out a little bit, make you, you know that you're listening to the backlog breakdown, and this is this is one of those things, and this is the last time that I'm going to introduce our, our tagline, so don't worry. Um, But guys, you keep beating down your backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. Till next time. See ya! Later. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) That was beautiful, dude.